TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Two of our broadcasts. We were talking about the release of video from Kevin McCarthy to Fox News and aired by Tucker Carlson on his show. This texture says January 6th committee ain't nothing but a bunch of Nancy Pelosi PC SOBs trying to go after Trump. Vince, the media is supposed to provide all the information for you and I to make our own decisions. That doesn't happen anymore. But look what Democrats do when it does. They try to shut it down and throw in some Republicans, too. Before I forget, I was a little disturbed. By Tom Tillis, who called into this program last week. He had some pretty uh, choice words to say. This story, reported by WCNC group of Senate Republicans, including North Carolina's Tom Tillis, pushed back on Fox News host Tucker Carlson's description of the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol, with Tillis calling Carlson's remarks BS. Already. He goes on to say, I was there. I was down there, saw maybe a few tourists, a few people who got caught up in things. But when you see police barricades breached, when you see police officers assaulted, all of that, you were just a tourist. You probably should have lined up at the visitor center and came in on an orderly basis. All righty. Tillis went on to call Carlson's description of the riot inexcusable. Comparing it to the people who downplayed the violent protests in Wisconsin after the police shooting of Jacob Blake. <sighs> it's, just, it's just so disturbing from my perspective. In regards to your previous caller, who disagree with what he thought were your assertions about January 6th, I wonder if he thinks that was more of an assault on our democracy, country, and life than the Antifa and BLM riots of 2020. When they run ads saying, give us what we want or we'll burn the system down. Not even close as to which is the bigger threat. Yet the most ardent supporters of these riots are the most likely to compare January 6th to the Civil War. I love this. This texture simply says, staged, staged, staged. (laughs) And this... He violated federal law by trying to interfere with the results of a federal election. You asked him for one sentence? That was the best explanation that I've heard. Simple and to the point. And then again, I got to get our, give our caller credit. That was very well done. 
Very well done. We can disagree with that, but he summed it up. And I, again, make the point. If there is a criminal case to be made, you better have a whole lot of facts on which to make that case. So, should I share this? May as well. Vince, it's so repulsive to hear Tom Tillis on your show. As many times as he has betrayed conservative legislation, he has absolutely no credibility in my book. Manchin is more conservative than Tillis. Allen out of Gastonia. Okay. Vince, if Merrick Garland could destroy Trump, he would. But he can't. See, you can have all kinds of opinions on what you think happened on January 6th. If you don't have the law behind you, you got nothing. And I... <laughs> time will, will tell whether they actually have something on which to hang their hats because this is so important to them. Yesterday, I believe it was, we told you in real time the developments that were coming out about the horrible killings that took place in Mexico. Two people killed. Fortunately, we've got two survivors in this really uh, brazen kidnapping and murder. We've got more information on who's behind this and the reasons for it, which are just absolutely sad and ridiculous at the same time. I believe it was News Nation where this interview aired. It was Chris Como having a conversation with Betty McGill's niece, um, was the one who was kidnapped. Betty McGill is the one they're talking with. Haquan Burgess is Betty's son, I believe. They had a conversation with Chris Como on News Nation. Here are their comments about the loss of their loved ones, Latavia McGee and Shaid Woodard. Listen up. Latavia, she is a, she's a very, very known person. She is very... She's very nice, and she is a very loving mother and friends. She loves, she you know, she makes lots of friends, you know. People, you know, everywhere she goes, she always makes friends. And, and Shaheed? You know, Eric is not really my, yeah, Shaheed, Shaheed, you no, know, he is very quiet, you know. He, he's about the same thing as you know, Latavia. He's very quiet and he helps people. He'll do anything for people if anybody asks him. I'm very sorry and, um, for your loss of Shaheed. Yes. Uh, and uh, Haquan, yes, I appreciate you uh, bringing your mom on and talking to us about this. What did it mean to you when you learned that not only did you lose family, uh, but that it was at the hands of a Mexican drug cartel who just maybe mistook them? for competitors? Uh, I mean, the feeling is, it's just shocking, like, it's just more like shocking. I just, I mean, it's like, I can't believe that it happened. It's kind of like, I don't know, like, it's like, I, I can't believe it, but you know, it just still shocking. Like, I just don't, like, I don't know what to say. Like. Isn't this sad? I mean, I mean, it's the kind of thing you just don't imagine. A trip 
that very much should have been routine just across the border and ended up being deadly, lost two people they love and care for, killed in a shootout. And here's part of the motivation behind this. It appears they may have been mistaken for Haitian drug smugglers by Mexican cartels. Isn't this crazy? Latavia McGee traveled down to Mexico March 1st for a tummy tuck procedure. Her mother, Barbara Burgess, told ABC News she was joined by her cousin, Shahid Woodard, 33-year-old, described by McGill as a quiet, very helpful person, and friends Zindel Brown and Eric James Williams. March 3rd, they were attacked by gunmen in a kidnapping just two and a half hours after they crossed the border. Family members watched in horror, seeing that video that we talked about yesterday of them being thrown into a truck by armed guards. Absolutely horrifying. We'll talk more about this and the new information that has emerged coming up. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, we've set the table in talking about these horrendous killings in Mexico. Mexico shooting, this texture says, sad, but happens every day, multiple times a day in both big and small towns in America. Most violent country in the world. It's not at war. Guns, guns, guns. Sad, sad, 
sad. This person says, unless you're Billy the Kid, it's probably not a good idea to be running down to Mexico for anything right now. Another person said, Vince, how many times has it been said it's not safe down there? Condolences to the family. There's nothing routine about driving into Mexico. Not very smart. A lot of people for very good reason. Very concerned about the safety of undertaking such a trip. Certainly would not be on my list of places to go. I'll be very clear about that. So we've got the new revelation here that these Americans were all believed to be Haitian drug smugglers, smugglers by Mexican cartels. This is the reason now being given for this. Breitbart reporting on the cartel boss. Now, soon after the rescue and return of two of the four U.S. citizens kidnapped by the Gulf Cartel in Matoromas, Matamoros, I should say, Breitbart, Texas, learned the identity of the crime boss ultimately responsible for the crimes. A person known in the criminal underworld as Laquina, or Cicla 19, Jose Alberto Garcia Villano, is the current Gulf Cartel operational leader. That's the man behind this. Mexican federal law enforcement sources revealed Laquina has gunmen running security throughout the city. They would be the ones that shot at the four U.S. citizens. The security teams, known as LaGuardia, carry out enforcement operations for the Gulf Cartel and chase rivals when entering the city. I mean, this is how this thing works. If you have this kind of drug operation, one of the things that you are looking for is complete control. You do not want competition. And this was apparently the concern that drove this criminal, cowardly act. Breitbart also reporting ultimately the order to take them out would have to be given by Lakina or someone in his inner circle with his approval. As you know, Mexican authorities were able to find the four U.S. citizens who had been kidnapped. The rescue itself took place at a stash house in a rural area known as Tecolot on the outskirts of the city. The rescue, hours, hours of raids took place leading up to this with Mexican authorities working with U.S. counterparts in addition to the FBI. We also learned agents from Homeland Security Investigations from a couple of cities working closely in this case. And as you know, authorities were able to find one man who was injured, a woman, and unfortunately, two men who were dead. They moved the two victims to Veterans International Bridge where they crossed them in an ambulance to Brownsville, turned them over to federal authorities. Unclear at the time of this story when the bodies of the two other victims will be repatriated. Federal authorities confirmed gunmen chased the white minivan with the four U.S. citizens during the chase. 
The minivan crashed into a vehicle. The gunman began firing. One of those stray bullets hit an innocent bystander. With complete impunity, the gunmen were able to throw the four Americans into a white pickup and leave before Mexican authorities arrived. This is just crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. So, what should be the American response to this? What is the response? One of my favorite people, uh, no question at all, uh, in terms of journalists. And I told you, I was very skeptical at the very beginning. Peter Ducey, White House correspondent for ABC News. We have a couple of clips from the White House on this thing. And as you know, this, what at the very base is a crime, is also an international incident. And Steve Ducey uh, really comes out swinging here, raising questions about what is this administration doing? Here he is in a conversation with the White House press secretary, Ms. Jean-Pierre. So cartels kill Americans on this side of the border with drugs, and now they're killing Americans on the other side of the border with guns. Why is President Biden so comfortable with cartels operating so close to the U.S.? Well, let's be very clear. Let me take on the drug part here, because since you brought this up, um, because of the work that this president has done, because of what we've done specifically on fentanyl at the border, it's at historic lows, historic levels, uh, that we have been able to uh, record a number of personnel working to secure the border because of what we've been able to do. Seizing that fentanyl, uh, we've done it in a historic way. That's because of what this president has done. I just talked about 23,000 federal agents that have been able to be, uh, uh, that we've been able to hire and put at the border to secure the border. On top of that, historic sanctions going after traffickers and other financiers are helping disrupt fentanyl supply chains throughout their flow to the U.S. And we're really expanded access to treatments like uh, that are saving lives, if you think about it, which prevent overdoses expanding as uh, as our fentanyl test strips. Uh, and through the removal of the X waiver, anyone registered to pres- prescribe controlled medications can now uh, prescribe life-saving medication to treat addiction. So again, we are seizing fentanyl at record historic levels because of what the because of the of what the president has done to secure our border <laughs> secure our border that part is laughable in and of itself we've got a little bit more from Ms. Jean-Pierre basically touting the accomplishments of this particular administration but the question you know is still there what can be done you know is this something that we just have to recognize that this country is at a place where um, it's just a dangerous place to be. And until they get their own political situation squared away and actually take control of their own country to the point where these folks are in fear of the police rather than the other way around, uh, things really aren't going to change. Or do we need to intervene in some way for our own sake? That's one of the questions. We'll talk about that much more. Get your thoughts as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us.
A text line from the upstate. Good show as usual. Vince, just a word from an old, ordinary plowboy U.S. citizen. If the U.S. would cut off all Mexican aid until they got themselves in order, I bet it wouldn't take very long to clean up. Just me, Timmy D. out of Boiling Springs, South Carolina. Vince, you've got billions of drug dollars corrupting everything down there, including corrupt cops. Of course, the gunmen have impunity. Mexico has a violence problem because America has an addiction problem. We have the demand. The cartels have the supply. We have a theory somebody has offered on how this happened, which I won't go into because let's wait until a little more information perhaps comes out about what has happened here. Vince, if Charlotte was on the Mexican border, we'd all be demanding more from the president. Yeah, probably so. Vince, I see our favorite guy, Wink Wink, is introducing a bill for military action in Mexico. I'm not pushing for a war. We do need to focus more of our resources toward these drug cartels down there rather than wasting it all on Ukraine, where we have no real security interest. You know, that's a very good question. And this texter saying we should have let Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders annex Mexico. No, I'm serious, <laughs> the texter says. My goodness. Just a sampling of some of the items here. We should also add, and I think this is a very thoughtful post, because in the heat of a situation like what has occurred in Mexico, we can all be very furious, and we want to see something done. We want action taken. By the way, the administration is saying that they are doing everything they can. Uh, let's listen to a little more from Ms. Green Jean-Pierre talking about the cooperation with Mexico to make things safer. Listen up. Uh, and look, we've also coordinated, uh, made sure that we're coordinated our our our, um, uh, our relationship with Mex with Mexico uh, to deal with um, what we're seeing as it relates to violence, as it relates to cartel. Uh, that is something a relationship that we've continued to build with Mexico, an incredibly important partner. Uh, you saw that when he went down for the summit in Mexico City. So the president is 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 dedicated to this and is doing the work that we're actually seeing at the border. Again, when you th we think about. But the violence aspect of it, now Americans are being slaughtered. Would President Biden be taking the same approach if it was Al-Qaeda or ISIS operating just across the border from an American city? The president takes this very seriously. He takes this very seriously. The FBI and other agencies have been on top of this uh, from day one. And so that's what he's going to continue to do. Uh, when it comes to Americans' lives and when it comes to their, the safety of Americans, the president's always going to make sure that that is a top priority. Would President Biden ever consider using the U.S. military to disrupt cartel operations? I'm, I'm just not going to get into uh, the military <laughs> and how it's being used. Okay. Okay. Won't get into that, by the way. Uh, a really good point made by Jesse Kelly, and I'd love to know what you think about this. Do you agree, disagree? Jesse Kelly, putting out on Twitter, sending the military to smash the cartels. May it honestly be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It proves you know nothing about logistics, intelligence, the Mexican government, 
and how the coach cartels are woven into the country. Definitely something to consider in whatever our response is. Let's go out to a call from Nick in Charlotte. Good morning, Nick. Welcome to the broadcast. Hello, Vince, my friend. How are you? Hi, doing pretty well. That's great. Look, uh, this thing about the border uh, and what the president has done and is doing, uh, I heard recently a while back there's over three, this is not not about the cartel, but there's over 300-something thousand illegals coming in daily Mm. into our country. Uh, it's not a fictitious thing. I heard it on the on BT. I'm pretty sure some story well back, and I just don't. This lady, this she said he's what this president has done and doing. Well, I'm not going to say anything negative or ugly about him, but uh, I'll just pray <laughs> for him as I always have been because we're supposed to do that. And that's all I got to say about that. And uh, I yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you, what do you think tangibly? Uh, what should we do? What could we well, do? Vince, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about processing that thought, okay, what you just asked me. What should we do about these illegals and stuff that's happening? Uh, well, uh, you know, back uh, back in 2020, up until 2022, you know, uh, there was a wall being built, and it, I don't think it got finished, if I can remember correctly, but it was helping, I think, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I think what we should do, if this new 23,000 agents, Border Patrol agents, are now on the payroll for the government, that if they're coming over and they catch them, deport them back to Mexico City, wherever, Somewhere besides here. Yeah. So uh, we definitely need to have control of our borders. One of the big problems here, Nick, I do appreciate your call and uh, what you've expressed here. This is not complicated stuff. This really is very simple. There's the expectation, I think, by most Americans that we would have a government that would have our best interests at heart. That's the hope anyway. Also on the text line, this person saying we need nothing more than to open another war front. China, Europe, Mexico, South America. Oh, well, yeah. The billions of dollars to be made by the flow of drugs into our country isn't just corrupting people and politicians on the other side of the border. Otherwise, ours would stop the flow. Follow the money, not the media. Hmm. Vince, if the travel advisory was a level four, why didn't the checkpoint officers on the U.S. side of the border turn them back? And to the point from Ms. Jean-Pierre, Biden seems to take a lot of things seriously while simultaneously doing nothing. And we have this, Vince, I lived in El Paso back in the 90s. Illegal stole my Jeep was running drugs with it, and if you went into Juarez, you needed to bring cash in your shoe to pay off the Mexican police. Eee. Not a good place to be. This is a long-term problem. I think most of you realize that. And it's not going to go away overnight, especially if you're not doing anything consciously to resolve the issue. (laughs) Stay with us.
my goodness. I love coming across a great meme on social media. Uh, this is a really good one. A picture of a woman holding coffee in her hand. I don't accept science from people who claim a man can be a woman. <laughs> Pretty clever. Let us go out to a call from Fox out of Fort Mill. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Vince Coakley, my God, I love you, buddy. How are you doing? <laughs> God bless you. Love you, too. Uh, doing well. Thanks for joining us. What's up? Hey, man. First of all, I'd like to say, A, you can't prosecute Donald Trump for January 6th because he didn't take any action. If you tell me to rob a bank and I robbed a bank, am I going to prosecute Vince Coakley for telling me? <laughs> he told me to do it. He Come told on. me to do it. Oh, well, you're oh, a follower. That's your own problem, dude. My but goodness. um, but anyway, um, you earlier you were talking about Cop City, and I did a couple videos and did a podcast about that the other day. If you're dumb enough to throw a Molotov cocktail at a cop, and you're dead the next minute, nobody should feel sorry for you. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. If we don't get some tough love back in our country, we're we're just headed. We're already way headed down the wrong path. But you had a caller. Just a few minutes ago, an old, a guy older than me, I'm 56, I can tell you this guy was older than me, well, I don't want to talk bad about the border, and I don't want, but, well, 20 years ago, that guy would not have made this, that same comment. He would have called you, and he would have said, our border's a disaster, we need to do something about it, and the current administration is doing nothing. They take zero action. You got a, a, a Department of Transportation leader who won't do anything, say anything to the railroads. I mean, the country is on fire, and there's no firemen trying to put it out. So um, why the change? Why You're, you're describing here a, a change in culture, apparently. What's happened? It's a severe culture change. We're, we're afraid to offend anybody. We're afraid. I mean, you've got these pronouns all over the place. You've got this. You've got that. We didn't have that stuff 30 years ago, Vince, and we didn't have as many problems as we have now. Yeah, one of the big problems we're not even have able, able to have just healthy conversations. It's it's really important to have. Hey, appreciate your call. Do call again sometime in the near future. Love to hear Thanks, from you sir. again. Uh, you know, it, I I was having this discussion with someone the other day that just simple things, and we and throw this on top of the fact that a lot of people just simply don't communicate well anyway. <laughs> That's another story for another broadcast. Time for us to take a look at the day in history in the final stretch here. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing well, Vince. Thank you. We're going to have to briefly go through these things, actually very quickly. The first State of the Union address delivered on this day in 1790. Who was that first president who delivered that message? Let's see. It would be whoever the president was in 1790. Adams. Oh, no. The first State of the Union address. That would be George Washington. Oh, okay. George Washington, well, 1790. He what was is... president still in 1790? I didn't know That's that. That's a long time ago. Hmm, before term limits. 1817, we had the uh, founding of this place where they're uh, doing all kinds of trading. We give figures on this. Uh, on the noon reports and at the end of the day, you, you have a whole channel that has the ticker up with this all day. The Dow Jones. Oh, New York Stock Exchange. Okay, very 1817 good. was the year for that. 
Uh, then in 1917, we had the February Revolution in Russia. We know how that turned out. Not very well. 1923, the six-bottle pack. You know, we take this for granted. You know, the way you put these packages of drinks together? Right. That was an invention of a major uh, soft drink maker, which is, uh, I think, has a major presence here in Charlotte. What was the name of that company? Uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. I had a conversation with my wife this morning about whether or not a dozen was a proper scientific measurement or was invented by uh, retail. And there's there's the answer there. You know, I, I think there's something to that. I mean, a dozen donuts, a, yeah. a six-pack of beer. You know, there, well, there's... Well, would make sense, but... 12 is a little more. You get yeah. marketing involved, you're up to 12. And then yeah. you got to do better than 12, you got a baker's dozen, oh 16. <laughs> it's marketing influencing math. Marketing, marketing, marketing. How yep. about that? We started off talking about the importance of religion in our society. 1948, Supreme Court ruled teaching religion in public schools unconstitutional. 1973, two bombs explode in the UK. And do you remember 2014? That Malaysian Airlines jet with 200 people it aboard. Disappeared? Is that just one that disappeared? Disappeared. Disappeared. Uh, quite a mystery indeed. Well, our uh, mystery solving and discussing is over for the day. So uh, we want to thank you very much for joining us. I want to remind you, you can continue to follow Vince Coakley. Vince Coakley on Facebook. Just look for the uh, crazy guy with the microphone. That is me, and uh, you can continue to follow this broadcast uh, day after day. Thanks very much, and God bless you. Adios. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.